Hello and welcome to the Crimson Coliseum podcast. My name is Frogman from Crimson Max, and my co-hosts are... Hi. Hi, I'm Big Gay Unicorn. This is Ravenwood from Crimson Mercs. Uh, our podcasts are going to be about COD Mobile, the game itself in general, uh, what we love, what we hate. We're going to talk a little bit about the comp scene, uh, what's going on with tournaments for both multiplayer and Battle Royale, as well as uh, some of the changes that we'd maybe like to see in the comp scene. Uh, just a overall general rant about the game. Please do not take anything in this podcast to offense. None of it is meant to be offensive. And also, we know that there are issues with audio quality. We are fixing them. They should be fixed within the next couple of podcast episodes. Yours sincerely, the Crimson Merc staff. Hello and welcome to the first ever Crimson Coliseum Codem podcast. During this podcast, we're going to be going over the stuff that we described in the intro. <laughs> so... During our time doing our intro, uh, we had a question about Trapmaster. What is your guys' thoughts on Trapmaster? Hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll be blunt. I mean, it's. I, I I get it can be useful, but I mean, if you're using it, you're you're not a good player. You're just straight trash. <laughs> I I I used it once or twice recently, just because I wanted to troll people. And that's the only time you're allowed to use it, is when you're trolling people. <laughs> hey, like, if I'm feeling like I want to, you know, be toxic in a non, like, you know, dick water sway, you know, I'm not, you know, if I want to, you know, just be like that, like, I'll run Trap Masters, but I don't think that it's a class that really takes any skill to use. Yeah. Then uh, I, I think uh, as, for my previous statement though, I, I can't say it. as a comp player. Yes, if if you're if you're using that, you're trash. Now, but the only time that I, I would say that it would be effective is if you're playing solos in the squads match, because hmm. that is going to help give you that advantage. But that's outside I, of that. I no. think I think there is a way for us to make it fair though. I think at the moment it is too overpowered. I think it. It being able to kill you while slowing you down and showing people where you are, I think that's just mm-hmm. too OP. I think at most it should be able to do some damage or and not slow you down or while showing people where you are. Or it should slow you down and show people where you are but not do any damage. I think it should just slow you down. Yeah, and I agree with that. Like overall, you know, I just I think, think you know, Trap Master really is the only class, well, you know, the only class that alone can kill you without you getting shot. Yeah, right, that's a hundred percent true. Well, now Spotter can. Well, right when Spotter comes out, you know, it's it's going to you know, put that risk. And, you know, one could say that, you know, currently, you know, Desperado is a class, and Desperado class can kill you because, you know, the shield turret. But, like, if you're not manning the shield turret, you're not going to kill anybody. Yeah. You know? 
Now, granted, also the like the zombie bomb can kill you. You know, but again, <laughs> you can even hear the zombie bomb. Yeah. Well, trap. I I've seen people drop it in between boxes, like the ends are in boxes, and it just it's invisible. And uh, even then, there, there's a glitch with the traps, which even if you survive, you run through it, <laughs> you you survive, but you still have the audio of the traps going on. Or you don't even run through it, and it triggers. Uh-huh. It's just one of the most overpowered. Worst classes. case scenario, they drop all three traps right in one spot, and then you're instantly killed. Right. Yeah. And uh, it just. It's yeah. not well thought out. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's not, not a well done class. It's not something I would just, uh, I want to see really in comp. It's just not. It's not the way I. I it's one that I'm glad that we don't see in comp. There, there was I, one comp that allowed it, but they they've recently banned it, and I'm happy that they have. Though I'm not happy right. that they banned the Bertha. And saying that, just just because the viewers don't know, all three of us in here are. Be our competitive players. Me and Raven are in Crimson Mercs, which is a GN rank squad, and Unicorn is in another the squad that that just missed out on rankings, but should be ranked next season. And on top of that, I think overall we need a map change. We've had the same map with minor minor changes. I'm not saying being the like there's been any big changes since like season eight when they well, added even in the season eight changes weren't that massive they added what four or five new areas yeah yeah like you know like thank you but like i mean there's been the rumors going around of ad mobile wanting to make a mobile version of warzone i think instead of putting time and effort into just making an entirely separate mobile game which is great i mean it sounds good i think they should just find a way to incorporate that into what they already have with battle rail yeah I really what, what, there's what, also what? a lot of people who don't want to play warzone uh, yeah like if well, I, 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 I like if i wanted to play warzone i would go on magfox and download warzone yeah but there's people that want to play warzone and can't because they don't have the money to get a new device or a device that can run warzone okay but I think I think mm-hmm. the perfect way to balance it out is to have elements from Warzone or like the Warzone map, but also have a constant option like the BR isolated or I think overall just Alcatraz. Uh, being able to have a private Alcatraz like you are a private isolated and just having Warzone as a private as well, that would just make it 100% better. Right, until the servers can't handle that kind of pressure. And oh, but, I mean, we, we've already experienced that. Well, right, but like again, like we can't. Like, I think that we all have really great ideas about some of the things we would like to see, but I think we sometimes are too aspirational. You know what I mean? Like, so so what if instead of like taking that entire Warzone map, what about just taking like uh, certain portions of it? Well, I don't. I don't really know much about Warzone. Yeah, I, I, I don't play Warzone. This is my. This is the only Call of Duty game I play. I think personally, like they should just be. We should be able to incorporate bits from different Call of Duty maps. 
it, it since they've since they've done that with MP, we've we've got a completely new BR map which has nothing to do with any of the other places yeah. in like anywhere. But we have zero connection to like any of the MP maps, which I know Warzone does. In Warzone, uh, you, you walk MP through map, we have we have standoff. Apart yeah, yeah, from standoff, stand Nuketown, firing range. I mean, As, they're a, there. They're apart just... from those, like I mean, uh, apart from those, I mean actual like. If you look at Warzone, a lot of their maps you'll find also have a like an MP variant to it. On on their Warzone, and I think just being able to take or incorporate bits of that onto COD M, the BR map. Just will make it better. Or well, for, I had a I had an idea. Maybe recently. if we're doing that, then should we add Gulag to Battle Royale? Then I uh, I thought that was the initial plan when I first saw it. I mean, I I get it was a multiplayer map, and they turned it into like a one v one or two v two. But I, I would like to see them recycle that map and incorporate it in a way to Battle Royale for uh, like a second chance to come in. Right, but I also think like something that a lot of people. I think something that Call of Duty misses out on is that COD Mobile really can be an independent aspect of the franchise. Yeah, but... Like, sure. Why does COD Mobile have to be a hodgepodge of all of the other CODs combined? Like... You know why does it, why can't it be its own kind of its own kind of game? You know what I mean. I I get that, but for me, I see I, it more as well. You you're here, and everyone's pretty much played one of the other games, so it kind of just reminds you. And that's the thing: people want to be able to play on those old maps when they're out. But if if willing to say let's make it its own version of COD, its own franchise of COD, uh-huh. then why do we not have a uh, story mode which we can play offline, or create a? Well, I se- think that they could add that. Yeah, and that, that's something I've like, think... That's something I've wanted but to I... see for like six, seven seasons now. Is some sort of story mode. Uh huh. Well, and I think... even if they yeah. update it every every like new season with a like a new bit of the story or like an extra DLC which you don't have to pay for it's just extra time to download then you can do it or make it get so you can play it offline as well as being able to replace your bot teammates with actual players right well, and for a mobile game it already has a high download rate though or not download right. rate but high data space right you know, so I think again we have to consider like this is a mobile game but I don't know if a lot of the people who play COD Mobile played other CODs. I don't know if that's really factually accurate. Like, well, I remember you know, I played, I played World War Three. I think I, World War Two, rather. Um, I remember coming home days ago. You know, but um, you know we're. I think that they are missing a new market on people who they could get into the franchise with its own independent game. One something I I I remember coming home every single day from like at the age of like seven, eight, nine, coming home, jumping on the Wii and playing COD. I remember coming home 
like in secondary school jumping on the ps3 and playing cod i i've i've grown up on cod i remember coming home recently and even though i i, I don't have a ps4 still bringing out the ps3 and jumping on ghost ghosts and that's the that's the difference right. i i mean i i've grown i mean up i can read to that myself i mean i I'm from the Nintendo generation myself. I'm a bit older, but I've I've been playing COD since it first started. Now, I I have seen a trend where they do have their own individual franchises within it. What's that? And I think you're only a couple years older than I am. Yeah, but I I grew up on the GameCube. I grew up on the GameCube and PS2. And and I grew up on the retro consoles. We only got a Wii when it came out because of COD. Now that being said, yeah, yeah, that that one's just weird. I, I mean, I, 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 you lost respect for me saying you you played on <laughs> Wii. I, I know you had no, I know you had no say in that matter, but that's that, that's my opinion. Uh, but no, so uh, I'd say uh, Call of Duty in general, though. I mean, even throughout the years, the the franchise has kind of grown and changed, and and they do kind of reach out to to different segments. Now, I know for me personally, when they start taking more of that that futuristic approach. I lost interest in Call of Duty, and I just I, I quit playing it for a couple of years. I think personally, Raven, that the Modern Warfare series was probably the best out of them. Like I think the Black Ops Black Ops One was also a very realistic series, like game, but overall as a whole series of games, the Modern Warfare was probably the better one, just because of its realism and how much it pulled you in as a player. I, I, I definitely agree with that, yes. But, and I might just be biased again from being former military. That's that, that, that's how a first-person shooter should be portrayed, I think, especially for a series like Call of Duty. I think, I think the futuristic warfare bit is kind of what people think war, war will end up like. So I think Ghost, it has such realistic elements, but it also has the fantasy bits that the modern public want and that that's i i don't know why it was such a hated on game it was very well made and it, it led on to the perfect franchise opportunity for the second game but people just didn't like it yeah but oh i mean it, 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 uh, i guess the whole franchise as a whole just it's i don't see any reason why cod mobile can't stand on its own i mean it, it, it can I, just, I, I would like to see some changes come to it. Well, I think overall, or at least change things up. I think the only reason COD isn't doing it is because in their mind it's not making enough money. That that's the only reason I can think of it. Oh, that, 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 they're making plenty of money off of me. I mean, <laughs> right. I, I, I hate to admit to it, but I mean, I I, I do own most legendary guns. I I have every mythic gun, but. Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, there, there's people like me that just play the game to play the game. I bought the Battle Pass once, and I've been using their COD points to rebuy the Battle Pass. So it, it, it's just that type of thing. But it, so it I, is a game. I know that, they like to make it a free game for ease of accessibility, and it it is another way to to reach out to gamers because I mean not not all kids have consoles, but I mean they. Most of them are going to have friends who who have a console that they play a form of Call of Duty on. So I don't know if they're trying to use COD Mobile as kind of like a reach out to kind of the younger kids. But at the same time, I don't think even 
like a five dollar charge to download the game would be all that unreasonable. I mean, I, I would I would pay that. I wouldn't yeah, because I'm think poor. That, you know, from a a business perspective, like what we call these kinds of games is premium. You know, they're free to pet. I mean, you know, they're free to play, but you can pay for things for granted what you'll hear, you know, it's cosmetic, you know, it's for cosmetic effects, you know, skins, emotes, whatever, you know, because pay to win is, you know, so controversial. Um, and the idea of pay to win, you know, is kind of garbage in the competitive game. Um, you know, but this is a freemium game. You know, anybody who's good at this game can do absolutely well without a mythic or a legendary gun. You know, um, yeah, but it is so much better looking cool while right. being OP. I mean, the thing I'm noticing is, if you're gonna play OP, you gotta look OP. I mean, uh, it, right. it's not a requirement, but it, it does help, especially think, if you're streaming it. I think the bit that made it worse was probably. The fact that people like originally, yes, pay to win was a big thing. Like whenever you bought a legendary gun, you'd have like buffs that no one else would have, unless if they had a legendary gun. That changed. So now, the, now people can't complain about pay to win, there because there's no such thing but cosmetics. So, and, and granted, I, I I personally do own it, and I know that argument has been brought up. Uh, there are people claiming though that the the frost brand skin for the AK forty seven is a pay to win, um, especially for the cop. I agree with the that with... we play with BR. It's... I... I see almost. I see a large, large percentage of the cop BR scene using it. Yes. Yeah, but it's it's the people that it, within the comp scene that couldn't afford it at the time, that or were just unlucky with their spins that say it's pay to win. Like I I, I don't like I like the frostbite, yes, but I also don't like it. It it is just one of those. But I don't have it. If I had it, it would probably be a different oh, story. I love it. I don't have it. I don't have any legendary guns right. because I don't have the money to spend on it. And that's that's the right. difference. If you have the money to spend on it, go ahead. But I right. personally feel like there should be an AK skin that COD Mobile brings out that's kind of similar to the Frostband, but not the Frostband. Like it has a it has a really nice iron sight, or it's really precise, or it's got some sort of not as good of a red dot, but like a holographic automatically attached or something, something that will kind of make the scene fair well but <clears> you can get a holographic side off the ground yeah but it, it, AK crates, you'll you know you'll find a, I, a i'm saying site. i'm saying for like your customs without without taking up a slot for the scope having something mm -hmm. like that or like the f like with the orbit like the rpd orbit sites mm -hmm. That's seen as a pay-to-win pay-to-win site, but if you put it on an AK and have it like an AK skin, I would personally feel a bit better and say, "Well, I personally feel like you guys have made it fair." Or see, the thing is, I think 
with the frostband, there's things that they could do to make it fair. Like if you get hacked, you it's meant to be if you get hacked, your red yeah. dot disappears on any any gun with a red dot. That doesn't happen with the frostband. So I personally feel like if they're going to make it fair, make it so the, the frostband dot disappears. So I don't know, but I mean, people like I don't use like when I use the frostband. I and granted, it's the AK I use. I'm not using the laser. The laser's actually not all that good on the gun. No, no, no. I not, line them up within that iron sight and I'm, go ham. I'm saying, uh, I'm saying on with the red dot on like the sight on top, the iron sights it has has a green dot. Or blue dot. I don't. I don't know the color because I don't use the frostband. But I think if you use Green. a red dot, yeah, if you use a red dot on a normal gun and you get hacked in in most games, the red dot disappears. I think it should be the same with the frostband. Uh, the green dot. There's disappears. ways around that. I mean, you can change up your HUD too. I mean, right. So like for me, you know, like for me, I have the frost brand and I use it. It's my AK skin. It's my custom skin. Um, but I, I have my settings button like in the middle of my screen, you know, and that is what I line my shots up with. Like, I can't stand it. Well, so I, I don't have the settings icon. I have that little like auto sprint button. Right. I I have that struck down and semi-transparent and it's right in the middle. Yeah, I have that in the middle and boom, you'll hit your shot. I can't stand it. But then again, I use it, it, I use it, 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 It's mildly sights. annoying, but, but for an instance with flashbangs, though, it, it really comes in handy because that dot comes up before the rest of your your other sighting systems do. So right. if, if you can try to keep sliding around, like if you got your buttons memorized, you can still move around. That your movement is reduced, but as soon as they start to come back, you can swing and start to put that dot on the person, and it'll be there and ready to shoot once your weapon is available again. Yeah, but the difference is, I automatically know where, like, my iron sights are. Just, I always, it's one of the things I know, because of the amount of BR I've played, the amount of times I've been flashed is way below what most people have. But when I get flashed, I automatically know exactly where my gun is. Because I don't, I never look down. I always look up. And that's something I always suggest people to do whenever like they play against me is always look the never look at the floor always look slightly above so look like torso level unless if you're in a firefight always look slightly further up because you can see people like further ahead if they're laying down or crouching then you can look down but you like you'll automatically shoot for headshots or body shots instead of hitting their legs Yeah. Especially because I use hip fire a lot more. Something I'll hit fire from a mile away. Yeah, you can hit fire yeah. someone. Can we from... talk about hip fire? No, I know. Yeah, yeah what you got? Who I often have to, like, we'll be in comms and, like, why are you hip firing that? Like, you hit, like, you hit none of those shots because you're four miles away hip firing. 
I I don't hit fire from that far. I I hit fire up close because most people have to get reminded. Oh, like like I'm not gonna name them, but there's someone on our team, Raven. You know who it is, and we have to remind them a lot to use hit fire. Me, me, me. Well, <laughs> not just you. I'll, I'll be honest. I I I've coached a couple people on my team, and I I, I can spot it from my way. Hit fire, hit fire, hit fire. But then when it's you, you what don't. I do when I go into play and someone's coming around a corner ads uh-huh. every, I, every time see that's I mean, the thing I, I know what to do it's just i i, I i'm still trying to get that muscle memory with, and, with me i i know unless of there's been times yes i've made a mistake of adsing but three quarters of the time if not Frog, four, i can't believe you've ever made a mistake <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it was, was lag. <laughs> It was the it was the EU You're pain. Game glitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> yeah. No, I saying that there is the there are there are latency issues in the game, and that, that's one thing I I think they should fix that plus the ADS freeze, which all like a lot of Android players get when you ADS ADS in. There's a freeze on it. For like a half I a second. I get the ADS glitch. I'm an Apple, like I'm an yeah. iOS player. Yeah, it they so, there's just so many issues that the game needs to fix. So I, I guess to bring things full circle, then probably because of the current latency issues that there are, as well as glitches. As much as it pains me to say it, would, would they be better off sticking with the current map they have and try to get those problems nailed down before trying to bring in a whole other map? Well, also think I think that. Well, I think. It, I think changing the map might actually help because the amount of thinking about the amount of people on the map because because of the way that coding works from my knowledge they actually have different layers to the map which which means you can get interference between layers when certain servers go down or certain issues happen that that's why you can have people that are invisible shooting you but you can't see them until they kill you because it's a glitch between two of the servers or two of the lobbies because the lobbies are intertwined and that that's the thing you you you'll see that hundreds of lobbies start at the same time and that's the issue i think a new map if they if they condense it down and make it less graphic like less graphically pleasing and more like or less just like well, less structures that's, that to be honest that's one of the reasons why i play cod mobile over PUBG is because of the graphics well, I'm not, I'm, but not the only reason but it, it's I'm, one of them i'm saying like well, but, instead you know, of having but, massive buildings having smaller buildings or like having big buildings but having them as the main thing and maybe one or no, two small buildings no artistic director is gonna let that happen yeah. yeah, like no artistic director in their right mind is even going to consider letting that happen. Exactly, and that that's the problem. I feel like I play on low graphics, so well, I don't know if it really is a problem. Like I don't want to like I don't want to play a game with crap graphics. If oh, I no, wanted no. to, I would like get an Atari out and. <laughs> You know, live my best life in my retro eight bit, but like, you know, I, I I'm just saying they, they, 
it, instead of having like the massive places like outpost actually i don't i don't even more like farm i i've had or platform having those places which are high contested and like too small for the amount of contestants that drop there is the main reason for the lag well, I don't think that's more of a map issue. I think that's just more of having so many people in a small area trying to handle the rendering. Yeah, I, right. I, I, I don't numbers. think it's even an environmental thing. That's, yeah. But at the same time, you know, may, like Far saying, maybe a new map would give them a point to kind of start over and mm-hmm. see if they can't work out some of those kinks. Well, it, right, a new top, map can mean completely new coding. On top, of that, on top of that, if you look at it, a, after the reset, after every single reset, the map doesn't lag, or you have very minimalistic lag. Well, yeah, because they're, yeah, because they've just done an update like that. That just like makes logical I... sense. No, I'm saying the, the it... map doesn't lag, but we have issues elsewhere. Typically. I'm saying, I'm saying, two to three days afterwards, it's still not lagging, and that's the big thing. If you have a look at it, like now, we're like two, three weeks two weeks after the last update and we're lagging and that, that's the big but that thing wasn't an update, that was a even, even then like it, it, it's just well so and and maybe that's just what would be referred to as the ghost in the machine then because obviously when they're uploading a patch they have to restart that server to put the patch in put the patch into effect i think I think so, like maybe other it's games, just doing all those repetitive motions over and over and over without having a reset. Which I mean, they, granted, they have a daily reset on the game, but I don't know to what extent that that reset goes they, through. It it can't. But, you you can't have a daily reset. There there's a daily reset on your stat, or on like your stat bit, but there isn't a daily reset in the map because you always have people on. That that's the difference. You you see your daily tasks. That's just done on a national clock. So if I remember, it's done, right. off, the, it's done off the GMT clock. And that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Well, you... I think that, you know, I used to play Clash of Clans. I remember that they used to shut the game down. And they still do shut the game down for some updates. That, that, that's how a lot of games hours. operate. Well, that, that's the thing. I, I think, I think at like a certain time, it like, after a certain time every day, the ser- like the server should go down for about a twenty minute maintenance period, where it just where they restart the oh. whole server. Because that's one BR game. You you are I, I, Prague, I'm just gonna say that you have you're so aspirational. And <laughs> I love it, but like, well, it, uh, they 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 shifted the whole of the EU lot <laughs> onto the Arab and American servers for a whole week. And we came back onto the servers, and they were still broken. <laughs> so I uh, think so I, I, if they I, I, just... would, I would say, for the sake of argument, as much as I love COD Mobile, we can't take a platform level of a game and put it on a mobile device. So yeah. right, it's a, but like I think it's like again, I think that Call of Duty Mobile should be its own franchise within Call of Duty. Yeah, like, I think that. People who play mobile games like Candy Crush and other games that are available for free out of their app store 
um, are now having an access to a first-person shooter that is reasonably well done when we think about the fact that, like, we're playing these on cell phones and tablets, like, yeah, you know, we're not playing these on, you know, these gigantic, um, you know, we're not playing these on these massively overpowered consoles. We are... So, so I joke every day at work, so I, I, I do countertop installs, so I'm, I'm in a lot of kitchens. Uh-huh. You know how awesome it would be, sorry, complete side banter here. You know how awesome it would be to play COD Mobile on one of those uh, fridge panels with the, <laughs> the smart screen there for the, the Samsung? <laughs> right? Yeah. All right. hey, 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 you're talking essentially like a almost a 16-inch screen, a 16-inch huh? tablet. Well, I play on a 16-inch tablet. So Completely really off-subject, be- but... No. <laughs> well, it really wouldn't be much different for me because I play on a 13-inch tablet. Like I play on a small phone, so... <laughs> well, but, like, you know, it's... I can't play on a phone. I, my hands are too big. My fingers don't have half the ability to touch things. Like, I don't, I don't see how mobile... I don't see how phone players do it. Yeah, but how you many know, fingers like, do you so, use? That's the question. I use four. I use two. That's the difference. Two, well, sometimes three. Yeah, two, sometimes three. At one point, I had seven. Yeah. Wow. I know someone played uh, eight fingers on a phone. I don't see how they did it. At, 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 at that point, just get a, a laptop, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, just a touchscreen laptop. <laughs> Go ten fingers. Ooh, hey, there you go. Yeah. So, ooh, ooh. So I wonder how that would work. So I, I, I use, so I use Streamlabs, and to get my video input there, I, I use uh, a separate app. Um, it, it, it's nicknamed Scrappy. I don't remember what exactly it's called, but basically, it mimics your phone display, like on your laptop or computer, or whatever you're using, uh-huh. and everything that's on that screen is clickable. So I wonder how that would work. If you could, Grant, you'd, you'd have some latency issue with, uh, with haptics. But I mean, putting that on like a larger screen on a touchscreen computer, I essentially you could kind of map out all of your buttons. Well, but that might not even be doable because they very well could still pull you into a PC lobby because there's that like detected. You're running it through your phone. It's only the display. It's the display uh, and the haptic interface that gets transferred to the computer. Yeah. Okay. It, that that is a very confusing thing. I I think that's a thing that we need to talk about in a different podcast. Uh like when I have a PC guest on, I think that might be one of the better things to uh, to talk about then. But mm-hmm. uh, I think overall with Codem, there there are issues. I think they they just need like personally if if they're going to if. If they want the game to be successful and stuff, which it already is, we we, we hit five hundred million downloads recently. I think right, but I think if if we want the game to be better overall, I think the big thing that they need to do is once a day or once every two days, three days, is just shift everyone to like from one server to a different one. So there's three different servers in America. Just shift 
everyone from the eastern server to the like Pacific server, and just restart like re like restart the eastern server for like an hour. It might take an hour, or two hours, but then the eastern server won't have that many issues, and just pull everyone across, or pull the eastern people back to eastern, the Pacific ones to the central area, and restart the Pacific. And pull, then split the central ones to either side, and restart the central. It, it's simple, like that should fix most of the issues. I think it's simple in thought, not simple. In, like well, I think, like it's one of these things that is much more easily said than done. Well, okay, let, let's just let let me go back to the Minecraft days. And I know, I know the younger people in this pod, like listening to this podcast, will know what I'm talking about because. Minecraft, but when when I used to play Minecraft with people online, like when like I was playing on like at a friend's house on PCs and stuff, there would be a mandatory server reset every day at a certain time. So everyone would be kicked on the server. It would take about ten fifteen minutes, and you'd be relit on the server. And that's what they need to do. They need to pick the time with the least amount of people on. So that's usually like 2 in the morning, 3, 4 in the morning. Like kick, every, like kick everyone to a different server and they restart the server. It could take an hour, but there's barely any people on. They'll just go, oh, well, it's laggy tonight. And that, that, that's basically what needs to happen. It still seems a bit overzealous for me. It, it it's not even like overzealous. It, they do it with yeah. Warzone all the time. Why do you think there's very little latency issues with Warzone? They shut down the, they kick everyone off one of the servers, and they restart it. That's why the EU people got kicked off the EU servers a couple of weeks back because they were fixing the Warzone stuff for EU. So we got kicked to the Arab and American servers because they weren't having issues with Warzone. And that's the other thing. I think. They need to take the battle royale stuff off the Warzone service. I, I think that probably be the better option to go. Just put it on its own designated server. Yeah, but on top and of it that, it might have been that that's just where they started it because they weren't sure how well the mobile would take off. I, I, that, 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 to be fair, I, I don't think they anticipated it going this big. Yeah, and if if right. someone at COD Mobile is listening to this, please tell your bosses to move us off the Warzone servers so we can actually have our own servers and like then you guys can actually restart our servers and we can have less issues. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but we're 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 coming to the end of this segment before ad break. We we have a couple minutes left. So Unicorn, what is your and Raven, what are your thoughts on the buffer? And anyone who who doesn't know what the birther is, it's the big trucks in Battle Royale. The uh, Danger Danger Murder Truck. Yeah. Yeah. The Frogman. Uh, the Froggy Truck. I think it's just the Danger Danger uh, Murder Truck. I, um, I, I, I would say it's both a love-hate. I mean, obviously getting ran over by one sucks because it is definitely a one hit. But the truck itself is very cumbersome. It's very it slow. is cumbersome, but I think from like a comp perspective, it can be really effective for a comp team. Like, if people were thinking about using the Bertha well, I would have an arsenal in the back of my Bertha. <laughs> yeah, we know you did, Uni. 
But for me, I well, if I remember, I, 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 let, let's so, let, what I needed in the back of it. So let, let's be honest. When it first came out, how many of us spent so much time seeing what we could fit in the back of that sucker? Me. Oh, I fit quad Child bikes, path. helicopters, I... motorbikes, antelopes, <laughs> airdrops. I, I, I haven't I, I, I've had an airdrop land in the back, but it made my buffer do a backflip, so I'm still trying to get the buff uh the airdrop to fully land in the buffer. But to do that you need a fr- you need a three man squad minimum. You driving it and two people what like one on either side. Because it's that yeah, hard it, to it, be it, able you to definitely have spotters on that. Yeah. Yeah, my friends just let me die to it. <laughs> to be honest, I've done stupid stuff with the airdrops. Like I've landed. There used to be a you glitch. Do stupid stuff, never. There used to be a glitch in the game where if you flew the heli underneath the airdrop, uh, you used like you would die. No, no. Originally, it there was a glitch on the EU servers where it would like land on top of the heli, and you used to be able to fly off with it on top. It it was only you're only available to do it for like a couple days though, before it stopped oh. working. But there was news it came back on a on the EU servers as like, um, like because our servers broke, and it was stuff to do with lag and latency. So I tried it and then died to an airdrop. <laughs> uh, I then wow. did the same with a tank because the news came out that you could do it with a tank. For the same reasons, and I was at like two hundred ms anyway, so I went okay. Let's try it. I got blown up. I feel like I do a whole lot of like, <laughs> let's try it, even if I'm running, you know, thirty ping. To be honest, I was playing at a friend's house recently, and I was at like two ping. I was like, okay, can I just move here? But, yeah. I just moved here. I didn't know that 2P existed. Yeah. The 2MS. I, 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 I've seen it on other things, but yeah, I mean, 2MS. I, I, I can run a speed test from my laptop and I'll get like, that I play, for a like, game. Super, no. I, I went down to yeah, 1MS like, at one on point. I super primo like, internet and I think I live at 30. Yeah, no, I, 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 was, at, I was down at 18 and I went down to 2 ping for like a minute. I was like, what? But, anyways. We're about if to go I get on. anything under thirty, I'm like, wow, this is Beautiful. interesting. But like thirty ping is no ping at all. Yeah. Anyways, guys, we're going to go to ad break and we're going to carry on the discussion afterwards. You're never gonna make it, you're not good enough There's a million other people with the same stuff You really think you're different, man, you must be kidding Think you're gonna hit it, but you just don't get it It's impossible, it's not probable, you're irresponsible Too many obstacles, you gotta stop it, yo You gotta take it slow, you can't be a pro Don't waste your time no more Who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? I don't give a damn if you say you disapprove I'm gonna make my move, I'm gonna make it soon And I'll do it cause it's what I wanna fucking do Cause all these opinions and all these positions They come in in millions, they blocking your vision But no, you can't listen, that shit is all fiction Cause you hold the power you're as long as you're driven make it there's no way that you make it And maybe you could fake it But you're never gonna make it Aren't you just gonna take that? 
Make them take it all back Don't tell me you believe that Are you just gonna take that? Or will you fucking fight back? And you're not that great, man Stop what you're saying Stop what you're making Everybody here knows That you just fake it Nah, I don't wanna hear it anymore I don't wanna hear it anymore All these fucking thoughts They are not what I need anymore I'm about to shut the motherfucking door On all you poor ass haters With your heads in the clouds Talking out loud so proud You better shut your goddamn mouth Before I do more speak out It's about to hit south never gonna make it There's no way that you make it And maybe you can fake it But you're never gonna make it Aren't you just gonna take that? Make them take it all back. Don't tell me you believe that. Aren't you just gonna take that? Or will you fucking fight back? Or will you fucking fight back? Welcome back from the ad break. To, we had a question in the ad break from one of our viewers asking Unicorn, how did you pick the name Unicorn? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's uh, a really interesting story. It actually goes back to uh, right when I finished up graduate school. So I'm a social worker. Um, by trade and a therapist and a practicing therapist. So in 2016, I earned my master of social work degree and I was very quickly invited back to a young alumni panel at my university to talk to, you know, first year social work majors in their MSW program about my experience in their MSW program. And, you know, my first, four months of being a social worker and I was the last one to speak on the panel and the first question was well why did you become a social worker because we're original and we're going to ask you know this this wonderful question so down the line it's all of this abuse neglect trauma sad story and I'm sitting at the very edge of this going shit what can I say to to bring the mood up, to, to make social work not make you need a prescription of Prozac a day. 
And, you know, so the presenter goes, you know, you know, me, um, what, what made you become a social worker? And I sat there and in my mind, I said, oh God, I'm about to say these words out loud, but here we go. And I said, unicorns made me become a social worker. And the room got very silent. I'm talking like there was a, like an audible, like cease of sound. People were just staring at me and I go, you know, I, I very much so view, you know, social workers, you know, we have this great skill set and we're here to save the world and we're here to do really great things. But one day we're going to unfuck the world appropriately and enough that social workers won't be needed anymore and having nothing to do with our skill sets. We're going to become unicorn ranchers. At this point, <laughs> my professor's head is spinning like something from the exorcist. A girl in the front row is like, what is happening? Like, goes and grabs her freshly purchased DSM and it's shrink wrap. And it's like, does this dude have a psychotic disorder? What is happening? That, that's and what I would have thought. The, but the entire vibe of the room went from like, you know, doom and gloom to like, what is this dude talking about? And seeing these people's terror, I go, you know, it's really because my dad liked to abuse us a lot and my parents got divorced when I was young. And everybody was like, yeah, cool, great. So <laughs> Unicorns was a better answer. <laughs> so unicorn, Unicorns was a much better answer, in my opinion, than like, let me tell you about my trauma, people who I don't know. Like, they're magical. Well, they make you feel They're better, magical. Right? They make you feel better. But also, how cool of a concept is it that, you know, you know, I, I want to live in a world where we don't need social workers, you know, where things are good and we don't have to have people like me, um, you know, in these kind of service environments. And I've worked in a lot of different service environments. Um, so I just kind of um, took on Unicorn and Unicorns kind of became my thing. Um, I have custom 24 karat gold unicorn earrings i have a unicorn watercolor half sleeve um most of my gifts from my friends are in some like way shape or form a unicorn um and for most of them they know the significance of unicorns other people are like why is this 30 year old dude so obsessed with unicorns well it's your spirit animal right right it's your guy Right, it's my guy, you know, unicorn, you know, unicorns for me, you know, symbolize, you know, kind of a, a bigger thing about wanting the world to be bigger and greater. Um, uh, did you understudy in philosophy? I mean, it, it, it definitely sounds uh, like you're there. I, 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 I've never done a full, I've done a course in philosophy, uh, okay. but I think, you know, most, you know, most, you know, graduate degree students have, you know, you know, uh, the ability to, you know, engage with philosophical thought. Um, and, well, you know, speaking of philosophical thoughts, uh, yeah. we had another question pop up because uh, we always hear it in your streams. It, it, yeah. If you kick people from your stream, if they load in with I the do. Charlie skin. So what's with the hate on the Charlie skin? Okay. So honestly, I just dislike Charlie skins. Um <laughs> You know, I will kick. There, I will there's got to be a deeper answer. <laughs> yeah. I will kick my friends and like people who know that like Charlie's 
Redskins are not my thing. Um, you know, I have several viewers who are new to the game and wear Charlie and they don't kick them. There's literally, you know, when Charlie came out, like it, everybody was wearing Charlie. And it's just like, oh, my God, please put Charlie away. And it just got really annoying to see the Charlie skin. And a lot of my friends across the board were like, oh, my God, Charlie is here. And I hate that I dislike Charlie because, like, feminism and Charlie is the default female operator. And I want girls to play video games. But also, can we not have it be Charlie? Like, can it be somebody else? Like, literally any <laughs> other, like, can it be Park? You know? Um, you know, so for me, it's just that I do not like, I, I think it was so overused. I know a lot of people didn't like the Ted skin when it came out. Um, I think a lot of people just think it's really overused and kind of dog on it. Well, that's the thing. I, I would much rather have like a mar everyone get a Mariskin, though there, there there are other reasons for better skins. And that, I think COD Mobile kind of did it, it so that like everyone get Charlie because it wasn't a good skin. It is one of the worst skins in the game in my uh, mind. It stands out <laughs> like a sore thumb. You're you're better off using a bot skin. It like unless you're in the snow, it stands out like a sore thumb. Because I remember in a comp uh-huh. We, 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 like Crimson Mercs, we were like, you know what? Unicorn jumped on our VC and went, I'm going to come and slay you all. In, in, in more of, like rude words, but <laughs> we know it was a joke. So we went, you know what? Right. Let's all use Charlie. <laughs> and we, we messaged really him. We, we told him to land at this play at radar base. He didn't. He, he chickened out. <laughs> Said he didn't read it till after the game. Uh, we. <laughs> But no, like, we, like we on purposely use Charlie just to wind you up. But we never met you, and that's the thing. We stood out like right. sore thumbs all four games, and that that's uh-huh. that that's why it it it's a useless skin. Even a new uh whatever the new challenge thing, the knight versus the samurais or whatever it's called, the they they mm-hmm. put Charlie in then, and even then it's still too bright of a skin. I I will happily accept. A really, really dark Charlie skin. I I don't care if it's like a green Charlie. At least then it will fit in with three quarters of the biomes, <laughs> or like a black Charlie. Like, and that, that's the thing. I also think if if they're going to bring in, oh yeah, let's support women. Or we we have to add in different. Like we've got Asian, we got white, but there's no like other like there's no black Hispanic. They need to bring in more of those skins as well. Well, and then, I, I, um, there are a couple lurch. You know, there are a couple skins. Uh, you know, lurch. Yeah. You know, as a black man, um, I believe there's a but a, there's a no black woman. officer. Yeah, there's no, you know, and like I think that you know, COD needs to you know definitely do more and, and, and make their you know skins you know more universal. Yeah, you know, that. and more representative. Plus, there's pointless things like I. And that's that, that's something. That, um, actually, a, a question that you brought up too is: uh, that, Do you like the way COD is changing, and what are your suggestions for COD in the future? I think I think overall, COD, we should like it, especially in BR. 
MP gets a new map every single month, if not mm-hmm. two a month. We've been on the same BR map for about six months now, and there hasn't been a single update to it. If not more, I feel like it's been more than six months that we've had an update. I feel like it's been almost a year except, since we've had an update. Except from like the ski slopes being added to Ski Town, they right. go to Sanitarium uh-huh. and stuff, which weren't actually that big of a deal. Uh-huh. There, there wasn't. There. All they did was expand on it, right? Yeah, I think if anything, they should, they need to figure out a way to just code the whole of the Warzone map into Codem. I think that might be one of the best maps that we could get, just because. Um, uh, either... as much as I love that idea, I think that would uh, probably be counterintuitive to the lag issues that we already have. Oh no, yeah, like a shrunk... maybe uh. Separate into into like sections, like do parts of the map. Exactly, I think I think shrunk uh, like shrunk versions of it. But even in that case, it, like I I understand they finally fixed the in-game comms for private lobbies and BR. I am so thankful that they did that. But why why make it so we can only do isolated? I I think a comp on the Alcatraz map. Will be probably one of the. I would most... live for that. I well, live it, for it that. might be one of the most fun comps. I know Raven, you don't like Alcatraz, but the map. Yeah, is... I, I'm not a fan, but if, if they put Alcatraz in comp, I, I I might become a fan. Yeah, like, I if they just made it so we like even even for clan nights and stuff, there's so many hiding spots and stuff for high like hide and seek and like mm-hmm. just going around and having a bit of fun as a clan like oh yeah axes only you don't have to worry about respawns hot drops you can have multiple different rounds of hot drops in one thing mm-hmm. because you spawn back with a gun After, you, you can have a rotation you can go sell house to mm-hmm. docks to like power plant to what to like sell house again it doesn't really matter as soon as you die you and spawn back in you go to the next spot and then you or got... you can live in one spot like, yeah. i've got 30 some kill games living in cell house yeah that's you know I've, I've there are times that i've never left the cell house well, i never that's... left you know um the you know um model and in, uh new industries well that's the thing like one one especially for hot drops if you want to do like squad hot drops unicorn you you know this because you do hot drops with us every week uh-huh. it it takes so long once you're dead if you especially if there's three teams or four teams uh-huh. if you die first it can take so long because a team will decide oh we're not looting enough oh we don't have this we don't have this i want this gun i want that gun uh-huh. so they, they they take their time shopping and uh-huh. they, they go around and, yeah and then you like <laughs> Especially if you two, uh, if so, you're if you're on bottom farm and you're rotating to top, and the other team's rotating from top to bottom, you two can completely miss each other. So something else that was brought up, and, and I definitely like this idea. Uh, the question was posed: Should Codem add the Gulag? Now I know they already added the Gulag map for was it the the one v one or or two v two? I don't mm-hmm. remember what the the name is for it. And all of a sudden, testing. Oh my god, they added Gulag. They added Gulag. And it never got incorporated to VR. Is that something that should be done? I I think maybe it, it depends. I I think if I remember in Gulag, I I've not I've never played Warzone. But if I remember in Warzone, you get an attempt 
but you don't get the attempt if it's too late in the game. So correct. It, it, just thinking about it, it, if they added in Gulag, then they need to add in buy stations. I understand we have. Well, and I think yeah. if they add in Gulag, like it's going to become like Warzone Mobile, and I know that a lot of people want that. <laughs> COD Mobile play, but I also know a lot of COD Mobile players who don't want that. You know, I know a lot of COD Mobile players who are like, if they do, you know, um, you know, the China server now has a Warzone like health uh, system where you regenerate your 150 health, um, but you, you know, have to play it up, you know, like Warzone. And I know a lot of people have had really negative views on that. You know, they, they want to play COD Mobile. They don't want to play Warzone. Um and so I think that is something that very well could be really isolative um, and potentially be really negative for COD Mobile. Well, that's the thing. Um, like, I, I, think, I think for if we're going to add in Gulag, it needs to only be for like the first two revive flights. And it, it shouldn't really be for a whole squad. It should be... Uh, it, it could be for a whole squad, like if you do squad v squad, or if... But, that that's a, that's more difficult because what about the solos? It, it it would have to be the one v ones, like you have in Warzone. Mm-hmm. But then you you still have to add in buy stations because what if one of your teammates don't make it back in the Gulag? What would actually happen? Right, or because uh, they, they but, could get uh, sent are back you to suggesting lobby. like a squad versus squad in Gulag? Yeah, but it, I, I, it... I would love that. But then what if you've got a solo squad versus a full squad? True. Well, but in that sense, if you're the only one from your squad that dies, your squad's never going to come to the gulag. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then you're gonna, and then you're gonna be stuck in the gulag and have to get bought out. You know, I think in the traditional sense, yeah. Right. You know, I think that COD Mobile could add a gulag. You know, I think that they've worked it out pretty well. But I think that also for people who play solo squads, um, it would help a lot. You know. It would, you know, I think that if there was a gulag and it gave somebody who plays solo squads the opportunity to get another shot at that, you know, at that game, it could be a really big game changer for those types of players. You know, I don't play a lot of solo squads. I am much more of a support player. You know, I very much so lean more towards being a support player than anything. Um even though I want to push anything and everything because, you know, I push my luck and I push the balance of physics. Um, you know, I think that, you know, I would play more solo squads if I had the opportunity to do something really big and ballsy and die and say, okay, let's go to the gulag. Let's get out of this thing and try my hand at this again. But then also like, how you know how are you going to get money you know like it's i think that the struggle is is adding in some of these things is potentially going to cause more lag uh, yeah you know, for coding in these huge things because i know that they took out um the little spot underneath the mountain because it was causing so much lag you know um i played i've played cod mobile since the beginning um, you know, and I remember that little spot below the mountain was a wonderful shopping space 
Um, <laughs> and they turned it into just a tunnel. But, you know, I think that if they do too much, like, it's going to get too laggy. Okay, well, what's your thoughts? With, with the airdrops, we, you know that we can only grab one gun at a time. What's your thoughts on just grabbing a whole mm-hmm. two-gun loadout? I don't see any need for it. Mm. Yeah, I, but so you... I think if they were to incorporate the buy station, uh, I think that should be an option for that. Like, if, if you have enough kills to earn that in-game currency during that round, you should be able uh-huh. to buy your extra stuff. Now, I, I already knew a lot of people are going to scream, well, you're going to get these OP players in, in a pub match and just decimate everyone. They're already good. Why, why should they be able to get more stuff? Well, it's... To it's the drive for you to get better. Yeah. Well, I mean, but it, also it, it, like it's, it's a game. It's competitive. Right, but you know, once you hit a certain rank setting in the game, they all like my lobbies very often feel like cop matches. Yeah, and it's the same for both oh, yeah. me and Raven because one, it's the way that they did this skill based matchmaking. Because I've had games when I've come up against Parker to say I didn't know he killed me. I, and I'll openly hold my hand up. People will probably come out in the comments going, you got killed by Parker the Slayer, because they've come to the server and said it. I didn't even know I got killed by Parker the Slayer. I don't right. pay attention to, to the people that kill me. But mm-hmm. if, if you have a look at it, we, we have some of the best players in the world coming and playing in our lobbies. So mm-hmm. I, I've come up in lobbies where Cod Narco has been playing. Though I've been taken uh-huh. out by someone else, Cod Narco has still been in the lobby. I've had times when wicked sun has been in the lobby i've had there's been so many times when i've had some of the top players in the world uh-huh. in in like pubs that it just doesn't make sense for like people to be complaining oh well these op players it doesn't matter i i could i could have a i could go onto my rookie account as a pro and uh-huh. wreck everybody with a single pistol if i really really uh-huh. wanted to same as if I was if, really if anything, good. I would say just kind of being in the community and kind of tying the COD M community together as a whole, as well as streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously being in that same match when you're seeing um, someone known, whether it's, you know, Parker Slayer, or COD Narco, or Ivor. Ivor drops in occasionally on, on VR with Bobby Plays as a duo. Um, that Seeing those names pop up in the kill feed, to me, that's... Mm-hmm. That, that, that's actually kind of exciting knowing that you've reached that level like yeah most of us uh, all three of us here being uh, legendary for br that you can reach that level and, and be in that same lobby as those people i mean that's right players are very good at this game Right. And the struggle is, and, and what happened last season with the skill-based matchmaking update is that you weren't getting as many bot lobbies. You know, yeah, I think I, people I have that. now had to reckon with. I found that is really a like? huge difference. I, I, I prefer right. not having any bot lobbies. There, there's enough well, players in the play, that play pubs in my mind where you can uh-huh. get rid of bots altogether. We don't need bots in BR. If we, if we have a way, right. an extra... 20 30 uh, seconds for a, an extra 20 people to click the button so be it i would much rather have uh-huh. a full lobby of 100 people even if they're noobs and no offense for using noobs for anyone who think who's been called one but i'm saying anyone who has less experience than us mm-hmm. comp players or someone who's new to the game and they've only just reached legendary or whatever 
or they're playing with a legendary but they're a rookie i say that either way you get 100 people pretty much in warzone actually you know they they have 150 yeah you get 100 people in warzone that are real let's just get uh-huh. 100 people in each lobby right and so, you, you know we see that in ranked multiplayer with these three four hundred second matches sometimes you know those are so we're, infuriating they are infuriating but you know I, something that i really like um is that you know um you know i like playing mp i like playing ranked mp because there aren't bots you know, so I think True. that, you know, if they changed the matchmaking and made it longer, it would be really nice. Now, now in my opinion, I think, I, I don't think bots are necessarily a bad thing. I think they just need to rework how they have it done. Now, I know for, for BR, they have like different levels of bots. I mean, you have your basic bot and you have some of your advanced bots that, I mean, sad to say, I, I've died to a bot in BR lobby. I mean, it, some of them bots are freaking lasers. Mm-hmm. But I, I I would like to see them kind of rework their practice mode. Now they have it for multiplayer. I'd like to see something for VR and have them incorporate some type of like advanced learning AI where it can learn like different play styles that people have and have it more of like a ranked base. So you can have like an expert bot that would basically mimic some of the play styles of the legendary people and have different levels to that. Mm-hmm. and see something like that mostly for practice. I mean, you, you, you could load in to a, a practice lobby with, with your squad and set it to one thing, that 96 bots and be able to change whether like have all of them are expert or even like maybe make it a slider bar so you can have kind of a, a mix that just, just to go in just for straight practice where you don't have to worry because you get a lot of people who yeah, they play comp, but they're like right on that verge of legendary, and they they want to get it or they don't want to lose it. And uh-huh. if if you have a bad match, I mean, if you're going down in rank, and I, yeah. I I get that's part of the whole competition thing, but I think as a way of giving comp players an alternative way of improving their game, uh-huh. have us be able to drop into that practice match with a full 98 expert level bots. I mean, Wait. not just that. I think on on top of that. We we have a practice range for MP, yes. Why do we not have one for BR yet? We, like, if you look at Warzone, they have that weird practice range bit where you get to run around, you get to shoot at things, blah blah blah. You get to throw grenades and stuff, and go go through the buy stations and all the different airdrops, test your guns and stuff. Why do we not have that? It, mm-hmm. Even if even if they make it, so they're like bots from MP. We, we we just want to test out our guns. We wanna we wanna work on our movement. Uh-huh. We wanna work on everything else. And King wants to ask a question. Go ahead, King. King Joker, are you there? We're live. Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, All right. What's your question? All right. My question is: Do you like the way Call of Duty is changing? What are your suggestions for the future? And like, what are some of the fun stuff that you would just randomly throw in there? Hmm. Personally, Codem well, is changing in a good direction. I think all of us will agree on that. They've lessened the lag and everything as well. Except for the tank battle. Yeah. I, I, I don't really get the tank battle thing. If, I if love tank, play battle. tank battle. Go, go play War of Tanks. I mean, that's... <laughs> I, I think, I think I, the one thing that they need to bring over from tank battle is the delayed C4 
and the mines. Get once they bring that over, I'm happy. Because I there's so much I want to do with them. <clears throat> I played in tank battle for two hours last night on stream. And I think it was one of the most fun things I've done. I do think it should not be a ranked event. Oh yeah. Like, it is I don't ranked. think it should impact our ranking. It does. It does. Um but like I just had a lot of fun running around with my friends building tanks and then blowing them up. Yeah, and everybody right. knows that I love an FHA and a war machine. So I just got to hang out with my FHA oh, yeah. and my war machine, and I had a great time. <laughs> oh, you're a kid in a candy store, and that's yeah. great. I was blowing people up. I was having a good time. Well, that's the thing. I, I like I like yeah. tank battle just as much as the next person, just because I get to blow people up with big guns. <laughs> well, I blow people up in cops, so that's whatever. Yeah. But some of us don't carry an FHJ in comp. Some of us don't carry FHJ in comp. I've been on the wrong end of one of those boom boom sticks. It's not fun. But, you know, I think, you know, I think that, like, Hot Mobile, you know, again, I've played since day one. I think that they've done a lot of really good changes. I, you know, I wouldn't still play it, yet alone invest, you know, real world, real world money into the game, you know, if I did not continue to like it. Um, I would, you know, my biggest thing, I think if they need to make improvements, I would like it a completely entirely new map. I think that um, the idea that COD Mobile is this compilation of other CODs placed into one kind of does a disservice to cod mobile you know i think that they very well you know cod could say we have this platform and we're going to make it an independent platform and we're just going to make cod mobile be cod mobile make new maps make new mp maps make new br maps you know i think it'd be super cool if every season there were a new map in br you know, if they were constantly making new maps and reworking it. So I, I already know one of the big questions that's going to come up if people are uh, are listening to this. Yeah. Um, so so I'll, I'll address the pink elephant in the room for, for improvements. Zombies. When are they bringing zombies back? I, and, and is I, that something that all of us are in agreement of wanting to see come back? I, I never got to play zombies in the first place. So the the way I saw it being done wasn't the way I would a hundred percent want it back. When I when I hear zombies, I think of Black Ops Two, Black Ops One type of zombies, and that that's that's what always will come to mind. I don't think the way that they the way that they did it in COD Mobile was a disservice. The way I saw it done was a disservice to the way zombies was. So. I, I know for me personally, that's that especially playing uh, COD kind of throughout the years. Uh, that once they kind of introduce zombies, that's something that every game since has almost always had that zombie mode. Um, I mean, w- w- one of my best friends uh, that w- we met at work and found out we both enjoyed video games. We get home at night and we we jump on, we play Call of Duty, and that was one of the biggest things that we always played was was zombies, yeah. Yeah, seeing how far we could get. So and that's uh, I, I personally love to see it come back. I, I want to I want to see I'm, it come back just in a different way. Okay. It, uh, you, Unicorn, you've been playing since day one. What about you? So 
I don't know if I can properly describe how casual of a casual player I was up until about October of this year. Um, I didn't care about what was happening. I played modes. I thought they were fun. Yada, yada, yada. I don't remember a lot of zombies because I never really learned what zombies was about. I had a good time. Um, but I was also playing with a bunch of randoms. You know, I think that you know, I would love for them to bring back zombies. I had a good time playing it. Um, Always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing Never give up, never slow, till I finally prove it Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving Keep my head up when I act, head up, that's a fact Never looking back, I'ma keep myself on track Keep my head up, staying strong, always moving on Feel I don't belong, tell my thoughts to move along Push myself to be the best, die with no regrets Live with every breath, see my message start to spread And I had so many dreams, then you hit your teens Life ain't really what it seems, try to find out what it means Always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing Never give up, never slow Till I finally prove it Never listen to the no's I just wanna keep moving Yeah, I put out all this art It's my only medicine, yeah Everything I do I'm just being genuine, yeah I'm sick of being screwed Feel my own adrenaline, yeah I do just what I do And I hope you let me in Let me in, yeah Listen up, cause I'll only say it once I'm gonna show you all the path If you want it bad I'm gonna show you where it's at Yeah, how you can get it back Yeah, cause I ain't never done I'll be number one Working hella hard until I get just what I want Yeah, rise just like the sun Yeah, fatal like a gun Shooter's gonna shoot and I'm gonna shoot until I fall yeah. Always do it on my own So I gotta get through it And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing Never give up, never slow Till I finally prove it Never listen to the no's I just wanna keep moving Yeah, I put out all this art It's my only medicine Yeah, everything I do I'm just being genuine yeah, I'm sick of being screwed, feel my own adrenaline Yeah, I do just what I do And I hope you let me in, let me in, yeah I'm grateful, oh yeah, able, oh yeah I'm stable, oh yeah, no label, oh yeah You know me, I have only Hello and welcome back from the break. We're going to carry on the zombie discussion. So Unicorn, you were, you were talking about what your thoughts on the zombies bit was and how you were really, really casual until October. Right. You know, so I think that, you know, I, I have several friends who love zombies who 
you know, when it came back, you know, it, it's on the China server, um, you know, who are really excited about it. Um, you know, I think, you know, just like I was saying about like COD Mobile, you know, kind of being an individual game, like I think that, you know, if COD Mobile really wants to be its own franchise of COD, you know, because I've, I've played COD World War Three. But I don't like COD on the console because everybody looks like me and I always get in trouble for shooting my friends. Um, you know, whereas in BR, like, they have, you know, the red, you know, you know an enemy in BR. Um, I, so, you know, I don't have a whole lot of opinions on it because I just didn't really know a lot about it. But I know a lot of my friends really enjoyed it. So I'm excited to, as a more serious player now, get to see what zombies is like and actually develop an opinion about zombies i don't agree with that but yeah like for me i've seen rumors about like the akimbo chopper being in zombies and it that for me that type of stuff ruins zombies like an akimbo chopper yeah you have two choppers and a it is ridiculous <laughs> It, it, it's it, it's too op for a game like zombies it's too op for mp as well it, it's just it, it would be game breaking do... <laughs> don't it's ask me also like impossible well you ramble it <laughs> but like, so I, 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 I can actually say i so a little background myself I, I was in the army for eight years uh i, I actually witnessed a guy this i mean this dude would say he was seven foot two like 300 pounds big dude and he was a, a 240 Bravo gunner. So it's a, a machine gun that shoots a 7.62 rounds. He could actually stand up and shoulder fire that gun. The only guy I've ever seen do it. So it, it can be done. So, I mean, yeah, I, but... I think it'd be something fun. Um, if anything, maybe turn it into a perk. Well, um, according or, to people, not, it's not a it, perk, but a, it's, a class. Turn it, it into a class for Battle Royale. It, no, no, not even Battle Royale. I, I'm saying it's it's what I've heard in Zombies will be like a pack a punched chopper. And for me, imagine Ramboing two like choppers, just having two and hip firing. <laughs> and that that's the thing for me. I think that's it. I think that's insane. Especially because they have like it, it's not like black ops 2 where you or like black ops 1 or black ops 3 where you could fire each one individually so as you were really as you were reloading one you could shoot the other one you with a kimbo you shoot both in cod mobile and that, that kind of does wind me up a bit especially because if you're using a fennec when i first saw a kimbo i was hoping that you'd be able to fire each one individually Mm-hmm. But no, you you shoot both of them together. <coughs> so if, if I can backtrack a little bit, uh, Unicorn mentioned something about how he liked how uh, enemies are actually highlighted in red. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I definitely like that for Battle Royale. Um, I think something that I would kind of like to see. Obviously, they have it for multiplayer. I think for especially comp, it would add a whole new level to it. I'd like to see a hardcore mode added to Battle Royale. And I think that would be super cool because I think that. Again, that would increase... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you're going to pay a lot more attention to your squad base and your movement and how you move as a team. This way you're not hitting in each other's sector of fire. Yeah. Right. But also on top of that, I I think if you put in hardcore mode, 
you'll have more like the the people who are less serious about comp that like i'm not gonna name any names but there there was one or two on crimson mercs at one point where they were less serious about comp and they just wanted to have some fun and they thought comp would be fun they would probably end up killing their teammates on purpose just because oh it was fun and I think that, uh, you know, like I, like I was saying about comp, though, like, comp is about, comp is, like, I think you need to have fun. I think if you're a competitive player, you're playing a game because you have fun with it. But also, like, sometimes competition isn't fun. You know, I was a competitive distance runner for six years. Like, did I like running? marathons half marathons 5ks no it was not always fun so you know but i was a decently good runner you know i think that a hardcore mode in vr would only increase and raise the caliber of competitive cod mobile players because if friendly fire were a thing you know we would pay more attention to our rotations we would pay more attention to where we were sitting, how we were landing, what we were doing. Um, you know, because right now, if I slide past the teammate and I'm pre-firing and I hit them, it doesn't do anything. Yeah. And there's literally nothing that stops me from pre-firing to the gods, even if I waste 10 bullets accidentally on the teammate. Yeah, you know, it to me that isn't right. But on top of that, if we if we're mentioning stuff that would be good in comp, I think overall just adding like a heart like we're on top of that heartbeat sensors and UAV like the the way Scout is right now to me it isn't useful. I know that I know some people will disagree. It it is useful, but not to the level which you can really use it in comp. In, in comp, as soon as you see the red flashes, you know exactly where a squad is, or someone is, and that's pretty much an easy kill. Because well, that's also a really thing. good counter to smoke bomber. Yeah, but even then, it, it your squad members can only see it for about five, six seconds. Right. So it, 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 it's really... It, to it me, also pointless. has a uh, limit on how many people it highlights too. Yeah. Which I think uh, I, I think mean, I, I, I if, personally like to see the scout replaced with some along the lines of like a heartbeat sensor or something similar. To to me, I think then, I think you overall you should be able to pick up the heartbeat sensor from the floor, like you can in Warzone. You just find one on the floor, like you like you can with a snowboard, and that will really eliminate campers. You, you'll generally know where they are, so you, like. If one person on your squad carries a heartbeat sensor instead of like two people carrying FHJs, then you have different people. Then, then your team is more varied roles, so it'll be harder to like set up ambushes, camp in places because someone on your team would have a heartbeat sensor. But I think I think the way that scout needs to re- needs to be replaced is with the Dragonoff drone from MP. MP with the Dragonov drone, even if you take it off having three shots or a, like a grenade, I think having it so you can fly it up and scout an area with the, with the drone and it being able to be locked onto with an FHJ or being able to like drop 
uh, flashbangs if you see someone. So if you're a sniper, like I am in comp, you would be more like in like you would more likely run a Dragonoff drone with like a flashbang or something where you're able to fly out, mark someone from the drone and fly it back and go back onto it after you've taken a shot. You it would be more intuitive for like a sniper or someone who's a rush forward or a support player. I think a Dragonoff drone would be so much better, even if you can't fire from it. I, I, I like that idea. It would it, definitely be a great scouting tool. Because, I mean, right now, most of us are using Airborne to kind of scout an area. Mm -hmm. And it would definitely make... I, I, I'd, rather, I'd rather pop that drone, scout ahead, find a team, and then drop the Airborne and land on them. Because yeah. then you already know where they are. Instead of wasting time trying to find them. No, no, I fully agree with that. I think overall having, having the ability to fly a drone over the top and being able to spot a drone or being able to spot a fight going on in third party, even if you're able to drop, even if it has like one flashbang, I think that would make the game a lot mm. better. If you're able to shoot one flashbang out of it and or like a smoke grenade, something that will cover you lot while you're pushing in or help you lot in your fight because that's what a drone well, does <laughs> right and it seems that at that point you're really going to have to be careful about like what the range is and how far it can be how far it can go though you know what i mean oh yeah like, exactly i i think that's going to be something i think i think i think it has to be the same amount of range as you you get an mp and that's about 20 30 meters at most but it won't come up on your map so the person on it will still be very weak because you've got people just, he's just sitting still. Well, right. But if I'm camping, you know, and again, I, I, I my FHA is my secondary gun. Um, and I know that that does put me at a disadvantage sometime in the final circle. You know, and I had to pick up a random ground gun sometimes in final circle for hip fire, you know, but if somebody, you know, I think, I like I myself hearing you talk about it. Like, I think it'd be really easy to counter. You know, I counter mechanic frequently by you know locking onto it with my FHJ. And that's the thing, you it, know, and just it, it's meant to be easy to counter because that that's the thing. You can shoot a scout thing, but a scout is really weak anyway. And that that's the thing. If you shoot, mm -hmm. if someone shoots a scout out, you can blow it up with like two shots from an AK. Right. So having having the lock-on time, especially because you're controlling the drone, it's not really controlled by anyone else. You're controlling it yourself. So being able to do that, I think would like up the chances of you being able to like dodge the FHJ. Just because you can do it in an actual helicopter. If you're a single person in a helicopter, you you're able to dodge an FHJ. You just have to be a very very skilled pilot, right? But overall, it I think the way to make it so campers can't use it, or like so it's harder for campers to use it, is the drone after you've used it, and your like your time on it has run out, it flies back to you 
like to the exact spot you're using it from. <laughs> and you, or I, I yeah. think, I think you would have to drop like a helipad, like in real life, or at least in the UK, we, we have these units in the police called drone units and they come out with a drone. They have to put down a specialized helipad for it and it takes off from there and it comes back. I think that would be the better type of thing for br because then at least if you're long to camp you have to set it away from you slightly so people don't know exactly where you are but they know your general location mm-hmm. and that that will that will make it a lot easier for squads to counter a scout while it's still being effective for comp players and mm-hmm. then afterwards you have to go collect it and your collection time is like two seconds so your team will have to smoke. Well, but you. I think that's also in, or I like think that's also co- until it gets banned in comp. Well, it that it, there's no point in it getting banned because it's not it, it's not like Desperado or Trapmaster, which gives you a massive advantage. It's just you being able to fly a drone, spotting a squad, and fighting them. It doesn't really affect the uh, way that you. It doesn't affect what guns you use. It doesn't really kill people. It's just there as a right. Well, here's where a squad is. Let's, they they've got like all four of them have level three vests. Let's not push that and take it with snipers. Right. And that's the type of thing that I want to see more of in comp. Being able to see what you what an enemy has. If if you want to take it, everyone jumps on the airborne. And that's the thing is, as an IGL myself, I would probably get one of my like teammates to run that instead of. Instead of having like a poltergeist or a trickster, I'd much rather or a ninja, I'd much rather have a scout with a drone instead of the scout with the shooty thing. It, it, it definitely makes the game more tactical. <clears throat> no, it definitely would make it more tactical. And that's the thing, having a range on it, I agree with. Having it set to about 20, 30, 40 meters is something I would agree with. But I don't know if it has 20, 30, 40 meters range, if it's going to be, I think that you could really, it could be, it could become really wasteful as a class, you know, depending upon the reload time, you know, you could throw that thing out all the time, you know, and not find anybody. Yeah, that's one of the downsides. I can drop an airborne and scout and not find anybody as well mm-hmm. i can scout probably... airborne takes forever to reload yeah and having it on a shorter reload time than airborne would make it worth it in my mind being able especially if you hear gunshots but you don't know where from or you want to go scout an airdrop it, it gives you a massive opportunity so I know right now for for all of the classes, they obviously they have the the usage timer and then a cooldown timer for you you can use it again. Right. Uh, I I would like to see something where you could actually cancel it. So like cancel it part way, and then whatever time is remaining, that gives you like a certain percentage back towards your uh, your reload on it. Yeah, and especially with airborne, if like there's been times when airborne 
Like, ever, all four of you have used an airborne. You've gone completely away from it, and it, it's exploded, like, 20, 30 seconds later because that is just sitting there. And I think that that might also be right. one of the causes of lag. If you're able to, like, self-destruct an airborne or have it so once the last person has taken it, it like, explodes after five seconds, or, like, the last one is gone, after five seconds it explodes then it might actually lessen the lag. I mean, that would work. But I mean, again, if you're doing solo versus squads and you're going in as an, as an airborne, which I, mean, I, I don't see very many people do, most of them are going to be using Ninja or Defender or something. Oh, I, I use airborne, days. but it, it's just but, a downside. If you want, if right. you want a uh, thing... So how, how is the game going to differentiate you being in as a solo versus having a squad if there's... That, that's the thing. If it, there's four slots to launch from. That's the thing. If that's what I'm saying. It, it's whether or not you've taken all four slots. That if if you haven't taken all four slots, or you're less of a squad. I I usually if I'm less of a squad, if I've got a free man, I scout once around, and I go back and take it a second time, and that would be the fourth gone. If I'm right. a solo, that that's just that's a you problem. You you get a slower reload because you know how hard it is to get all four members on an airborne. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's impossible. Exactly. Yeah, and and granted, I, 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 and I've seen other squads do it too, where there's one person designated, or if someone has it, you drop a cluster on it and jump. I mean, I, you, I did you that have one the time, time where you, you can throw it straight down and get on and go. Because the sooner you can get that airborne destroyed, the sooner you can start your reload time. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. What I think they need to add in something where after four, after everyone's jumped. It just self-destructs quicker. Because I've had it where all four of us as criminals and mercs has taken the airborne and it's just been there for a minute because it's been upgraded. So that's a minute where I can't actually use it. Well, but I think that's also... I think that can also be viewed as something that balances it. You know, if you can, can't, you know... If you think about ninja, once you've used your ninja line, you have to wait for your reload time. Yeah, but oh, you know, for and ninja... I, and I'm not a if, ninja. Yeah, but ninja has an extremely fast reload. Raven uses it. It takes right. about, it takes about 20, 30 seconds for a single one to reload. Airborne, right. it takes and, about and I'm a smoke bomber, two minutes. Smoke bomber, I've noticed, you know, comes back very quickly. Exactly. And that's, that's the thing. Airborne... You can use like two to three times a game, like to jump on enemies or whatever you're using it for. The smoke bomber, I've I've seen people drop it eight nine times in a single match. Minimum. Oh, anytime my anytime my smoke bomber's ready, I almost throw I I, I throw it. Exactly. You get it like There's eight no nine ten to have eleven a, times. A loaded smoke bomber. Yeah, you get it like eight nine eleven times a match. I get airborne three four times a match. And well, but I think that's also the difference between, like, a support class and an attack class. You know, and, you know, you might only need that support three or four times. You know, whereas, you know, if we're going to class, you know, airborne as a support class, you're not going to shoot it as frequently. Yeah, but if you're if you're classing as a as a support class even then you need it more than three to four times a match because as a support class if i'm looking at it i want to be able to drop 
like with medic medic you're able to drop and I, I'm, I'm classing that as a support class you're able to drop that oh medic is so often but airborne oh. it, medic i i've been able to drop medic like 12 times in a match before it is one of them oh, yeah. it it's an it's an overpowered support class because but with that airborne people use as an attack class yeah but i've seen people use airborne as an attack class like you do in comp Yep, my airborne is yeah, and I think the thing is, is like any of the classes can be a support or an attack class. Yep. I think the great thing about it is learning every class as diversely as possible. You know, I went back to Smoke Bomber recently, and my viewers have said, "Wow, Unicorn, like you're playing Smoke Bomber much differently than you did back in January." You know, when I started to watch you, you know, yeah. so I think that, you know, a really nice thing. And again, as a comp player, you can grow and learn and get better with every class and learn to use them in more versatile ways. You mm-hmm. know, I, I talk about that. gun skill, you know, we, we should be able to talk about class skill as well. I've seen absolutely terrible ninjas. Oh, I'm a who, terrible ninja. <laughs> you know? and But I've seen ninjas who do things that I'm like, that should not be able to be done. Like like ninjaing, you know, onto, seen... ninjaing with a shotgun, one-tapping people. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or like ninjaing down a mountain and taking, in, you know, and taking somebody, you know, out of the game and uninstalling COD for them. Yeah, that that I, that I disagree with. You can't, you shouldn't be able to do that. If if you if you're rappelling down a mountain, I think I think with ninja you should have two options: rappel down and go up. And rappel down should take longer. Right, and I, uh, you know, I, I, now, now as a ninja <laughs> user myself, I, I kind of have to disagree because I, I, I use it in a comp where we, but we actually were close to to a final circle, and I was by myself. Team was already dead. And I was up against one of the better teams that's known out there. I'm not going to give names. But I was able to ninja sideways when he started shooting at me. And I was able to get behind him and got that kill on that player. Right. I mean, it, it, it straight up saved me because I, I had no cover. I had no options. Yeah, but... I already started the fire. That, that's right? a, so, ninjaing sideways is a different story to ninjaing straight down. Well, but... The, 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 the joy of ninja if we, you know if we look about you know what cod let, let me look you know the way that cod describes ninja the grapple hook is that you shoot a grapple hook that pulls you to the target like you know they would have to completely rework ninja you know if I want to ninja down somewhere I'm gonna drop my ninja and then grapple you know grapple down. Like it's all within how the class behaves, yeah, and how it was designed to behave. You know, I think that people I've never even thought of considering using it to grapple down. So, oh my! If if people are using that, I mean, I'm definitely gonna start looking into that. Oh, I love that idea, Raven. I think you (laughs) and I need to go into a private lobby sometime, and I will show you some disgusting things I've seen Ninja do. Okay. 
Oh, yeah. I, I, I've always either gone up or I've gone sideways. But oh, like, from, jumping from roof to roof or, or what have you, or uh, jumping sideways to escape gunfire. But right. So right, imagine getting you're, down off a roof. Uh huh. Yeah, that's that, that's a whole new game. We're, we're, right. we're gonna have to play of, around with that. <laughs> right. You know, I think you know if you think about okay, you're at Nuketown or nuclear plant. You know, and you're on top of a roof. You know, and right. you see a squad, and they're below you, and you have the high ground. Like, great, but what better way to disorient as a ninja than to ninja down behind somebody? Right. You yeah. know, and oh, and it man. just gives a different perspective of how ninja can be used. And right. again, I and, and I definitely a, get that. Yeah. I, I I mean not using ninja, but in a roundabout way, I was, I was able to ninja up on top of a church and got up in that little bell tower. There's that drop down, right? And I knew there was a guy there. I came right down that hole, that darn near right on top of him. Uh huh. Completely took him by surprise. Except my buttons went stupid and I couldn't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> that but that's a thing that they I, need to fix. A hundred percent, they need right. to fix that. Because that's happened to me in comp, where I've been I've been spamming my shotgun button or my sniper or whatever, and I just uh-huh. can't shoot. That and well, but I also think like that's the struggle with playing an online game. That sometimes it doesn't work. I, I think is that a server issue or is that a, a device issue on like reading uh, screen input or mm-hmm. right? No, no, but, but it, there's there's another there's another issue which I had today. Where you 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 have a gun, it just doesn't spawn in your hand, and you're just there, just, well, like slow walking. Server lag issue more yeah, than it's, anything. and I think that that's right. something that they also need to fix. Well, yeah. How many times have we landed platform and we get there before the guns are there? Yeah. Right. So yeah, I, 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 yeah. I guess that would be more of a, a server issue than than device, but. Uh, but, but for me personally, for buttons, that's that's a little bit more of a question. Is it is the phone struggling to keep up with input? Which I, I wouldn't uh-huh. think so. I mean, it, it could be if it's an older device. Mm-hmm. But well, but you also have to think. I know cop players who play on lower end devices. Me and I know cop players right. who get who get a new device every year. You know. Yeah, the, the rich boys. You know, I was, <laughs> you know, I was lucky enough that, you know one of my viewers bought me a higher end like device just to game on lucky you know you, you know well, and if you need a co-host I, I, i'm down for a new device <laughs> hey, hey, hey raven raven, raven. Like, back off <laughs> he's mine right, right. <laughs> you know but i you know uh, i think it's you know there there is though that you know depending upon the device somebody uses you know, but that also brings into question, like, should we allow emulators? Should we allow mice and keyboard? What is the thing? If you have a look at the new Rug Five, which we're, we're very limited on time now, but the new Rug Five is our ultimate. Is I have a built-in controller, pretty much, and it, it, it mm-hmm. said on their thing to have a built-in controller, mm-hmm. and it's going to be allowed. So, in so com- it has shoulder buttons on the side of it that you can right. map on screen. And you can actually have multiple settings. So if you have, let's say, like, for some reason, you have PUBG and COD Mobile and what's the other one? Uh, let's go Free Fire. 
for every game that you play, you can have those buttons mapped to a different spot. But those mm -hmm. buttons are a physical part of the phone. Right. And when you push, when you press them, it counts as a screen haptic. It, it doesn't count as a button press. Right. So how is a device like that going to affect the, the comp world? Well, like, also, how are we going to police devices? You can't. Right. That's the thing. I don't I don't know how they banned emulators when they can't check who's using an emulator. Uh, other than screenshots. I mean, it, it says if you have a device connected. But... Not, not, not if you're in-game. And not if you're in a not if you're in a private lobby. No, true. And then, yeah, I've always wondered. I've always so, wondered that myself. <laughs> uh, if if a viewer knows that, please let us know. <laughs> but, right, because I know you know in 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 you know in a pub, you know it tells you your teammate has a. You know, a white controller if they're a controller player, or a yellow controller if they're mouse and keyboard. You know, like you know that is easily identified. Right. Yeah, but also, uh, we're going to go to another ad break. Then we're going to go through the GN rankings before we have our interview with Clean. Thank you for tuning in to the Crimson Coliseum podcast. We are live every Sunday, and the episode should be up every Monday. If you ever want to join us on a Sunday for uh, some live questioning or interviews, you can drop in your questions or even get a chance to talk with us live in the podcast. You can do a search for us on Discord for Crimson Mercs. That will bring you right to our Discord server, and we can get you in and ask whatever you want to. And if you're interested in following me on Facebook or Trovo, simply search for Big Gay Unicorn Gaming, and I'm the only one that'll pop up. Our sponsors for today are Black Hawk Video Analysis and Graphics. They focus on gameplay analysis of COD Mobile and, and Apex Legends, as well as graphics for your profile pictures or streams. Our second sponsor for today is Gameface, an international streaming organization that focuses in growing you on either Twitch, Trovo, Facebook, or YouTube. Thank you very much for watching, and stay tuned for the next episode.